Hello. Yo yo. What's good, do? bro? Ski. Chillin', man. I got the week off. Feeling good. Nice. And, uh, and uh, well, sort of nice, right? I mean, you're never really off. I don't know if you feel that. <laughs> In life or? In like, well, just uh, at home. You know, like you think you're gonna have a week off. You know, you got the the honey do list that oh, you didn't even know as it a married was that man. long. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know. Do do you do you feel that way with your uh, significant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a full time job, right? That's why I'm holding off on the kids because that's gonna fuck you. You know, by that time, just kill yourself and fuck it. You know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. So so so, bro, but elaborate a bit on this. Cause what do you, you know? Like what's so so? You've been you're off this week. What, why is that? Yeah, so I'm in between jobs. I, I was able to get a an opportunity working for somebody to do more like IT stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and basically, you know, I was thinking, wow, you know, I'm gonna take this week. I'll I'll do a couple of things around the house, but like I want to relax. I want to try to get into a routine. I've got an exercise ball in this room that I'm in. I'm like I don't know, just work on my work on my core. I don't know, little stuff like that, right? But of course, you know. Um, that never turns out that way with the pandemic and everything my my uh, my fiance is working from home from her her brother's house they they kind of work his her brother's moving so sometimes it's just easier for her to work from here and just just when you think that you have some time to yourself plow she hits you with the honey do list man. you receive them <laughs> you receive a memo <laughs> yeah like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the fridge. Oh Next shit! The, <laughs> and and what, cr- what, what were the tasks that you were that you uh, were assigned? Actually, it, it didn't hit. It didn't hit me all at once, right? It it it's always so subtle. It's always so subtle. It's like, hey, um, you want to go to BJ's and get the get that TV that we've been wanting? I was like, damn, you know, okay, yeah, you know, let's go take a look at the TVs because I've been eyeing certain size, a couple brands at a certain price right of course i get to bj's and boom 200 off i'm like ooh, this is the time and i know it's because the new ones are coming out or whatever um but and this so, is 200 yeah. bucks off of what what original price oh it was like uh it's an 800 tv it it's an 800 retail 100 tv it was at Uh, almost 900 so yeah it was like $899 and then it came down it's one of those LG like web OS TVs it works with your smart home the whole thing and um, and so it went down to 530 okay for a 65 inch 4k TV with Damn. smart home capabilities yeah no no it's a it was a good buy I think it's a good buy obviously I know that the new their new stuff is coming out so they're just dropping weight you know they're getting rid of their their uh inventory which is understandable but i'm okay with capitalism (laughs) i mean i really wanted an oled and i was trying to talk her into getting like bucking up and paying almost 900 dollars for like the oled because i didn't want to have to replace the tv for a while and oled seems to be the new i know there's qled and 8k and all the thing but i don't think i need all that i'm not that kind of a tv but i wanted to have something set like 
really good. Anyways, the point is, is that you don't just buy the TV. No, no. It doesn't work like that, no? No, 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 no. For them, it does. For us, no. You can't just set it up. You know, I mean, it's got to go on the wall. So get the TV and the... Uh, the wall mount? mount? For the, yeah, the wall mount for the TV. Doesn't, of course, work with the old TV because the old TV is actually the one you see behind me here. And, uh, and it is... It is uh, uh, 55 inches and much, much, much less weight. So you actually have to connect into two studs versus the one stud that this is in, right? Okay, no problem, no problem, you know. But then that that setting it up, it takes a little bit longer because it's not, you, you, of course, you don't have that tool. You know, you're like, oh my God, I don't have that tool. Because <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a socket bolt. And so I... Uh, it, long story short i had my socket bolts in my car at a different location because i had come from uh naples over the weekend and so i had left my car at her brother's house and it was just a long story it was just something that i didn't foresee. so you didn't have the right tools to set it up so you had to buy the tools i can't i, I uh jimmy rigged it and okay. uh i was able to get i got a wrench which is that little you know the little the, the socket the mm -hmm. one that's like open on one side and then a circle on the other side yeah right so so i did that um and i was just like i drilled the pilot hole i i hand tightened it i got a towel just to get it started and then i like a, a bolt like this fucking big into the stud i'm like oh my god and then the four the, the fourth and final one I got it in. Actually, this is a funnier story because it's actually true. So I got the wall mount on in this fashion. I put the TV on, very heavy TV. This is one that comes out and rotates and come come back and the whole thing, right? I'm running the cables and I'm setting up the, and I put the nice little lights around the back of the TV and I did the whole thing. And all of a sudden I go down to pick up my, some, some other cable that I'm connecting in. Goosh! The TV comes right off the wall, like hanging, like one of those action movies that, like, you know, Jason Statham has to come and like hang on to you over a cliff. That's how I felt. <laughs> But you were <laughs> holding TV. it. I was holding. It. I was like, "Oh shit!" And and she's on the other side, like she was just like admiring it. Thank God she was there because she like caught it. I caught it. I was like, oh, "Okay, so <laughs> so if you were, didn't caught catch it, you just falls and breaks or something." No, happened. so it was it was hanging on. It was like hanging on by like two bolts. Okay, I mean, so the bolts came out of the wall and they were like Mission Impossible holding on. Yeah, <laughs> holding on. Oh so I got it. Oh, my God. Him. Yeah, I mean, but t 10 seconds more, that TV would have come down for sure. Just the weight itself is too heavy. But we caught it. Like, we saw it. It was hanging. We grabbed it. And that was what happened, right? So back to the drawing board. Take the TV off. Take the Unscrew the TV from the mount. Take the TV off. Unscrew the, the, the flexible arm from the mount because it's a, it's a basically... It's a flat thing that goes on the wall. Then you connect the sliding piece with the extension of the arms, and then you connect the TV. It's a three-piece, three-part uh, situation, right? Okay. So, back to the drawing board. And move move the mount down or up, right? Because y those holes are fucked. So, pretty much, you drilled or you, you went into holes that didn't really have a base behind it. Mm -hmm. And figure out... And figure out... Well, it had a base, but figure out why it didn't 
why it came out. Right. And I came to the conclusion that, you know, when you draw, when you do the pilot hole, which is like the small little, when you go on a drill, it's mm-hmm. a small little thing that creates the path for the screw mm-hmm. to grab, you know. When I was cranking it by hand, I was just making sure that it was on really well. So I ended up over tightening it. And when you over tighten something that imagine the screw is already as far as it's going to go, but it keeps spinning. So it starts eating the thread in which it's grabbed onto. Right. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Sort of ate away the the friction that was there before. Because you just kept like drilling on it and it wasn't going any deeper. It was just staying in place. Exactly. Imagine like grabbing like a water bottle and then like popping off after you've tightened and popping off after you've tightened. The little teeth that like interlock yeah. with the thread is going to come loose. Anyways, that's a little little Bob the Builder uh, lesson for you all <laughs> folks out there. Anyways. So I'm guessing you screw the it back on. Was, a li- uh, yeah, sorry, go. No, no. Well, the problem was is that I drilled it too, too big. So what it was grabbing onto was very little and I over tightened it. And it came right out. Okay, so then now I've determined what was the problem. I go down, I move it around, I, I tighten it again. I make the pilot hole much much smaller. The cranking is much much harder because now you know there's you're actually like really gripping into that stud, which is what I want. But I don't have the tool. I would just be a drill usually, right? But uh, it's there's no place for a star like a Phillips head. It's just like this flat big square one, the one that like the cars have. Right? Yeah. So that so that's why I had my socket kit in the car. Anyways. So, uh, what else can I say? So then, whatever the the TV went back on, <laughs> super paranoid. Like I don't even want to extend the TV because if I extend the TV, it's got weight. Like I'm confident in what I did, but like I don't. Oh, want to so it's, so it's still there. Like who the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I hope. All right, guys. <laughs> it seems well, much harder. Hopefully, we'll Steve out. will. We'll have a TV for time to come because that allows us to have a little nice Broski Doodles uh, TV in the background. Um, we'll, watch. So, well, this yeah. one's this one's fire. This one's super easy to set up. I'm confident on this one. Super well, yeah, I mean, it, it weighs a lot less. It's a lot simpler, you know. I mean, don't try to, you know, pump yourself up on some shit that's, like, not the same, you know. You get me, guys? Like, don't be com- <laughs> you know. It's a different thing, you know. You did be, a little, be realistic. Be realistic. Now you did a little boy's work. Now it's a man's job. Exactly. Um, I see you have a little white claw over there, so salute. I'm also salute. drinking some stuff there over is. here. The guy that that takes care of my medicine, he's he says he's waiting. I don't know for what, and so I, you know, I wanted big to pharma. Have, big pharma has not sent yeah, out their shipment yet. It's just big. You know what it is, bro? It's big pharma corruption and and demagogue uh, tactics. You know, so but yeah, he says he's waiting for a guy fuck um <laughs> so so i have a little you know cervecita to to keep it riding so you know what it's yeah. it's all good i'm down with the cervecita little side note have you seen the tiktoks going around with the with the coronas where they take out they they drink a little bit of the corona you put a little bit of tequila you put a splash of orange juice and some grenadine it says that shit fucks them up after two or three well, but you grab a glass, you pour some Corona, then tequila. Yeah, no, you, no, you add in that Corona glass, in that Corona bottle. Mm-hmm. You just chug. You just take a good chug out of it, so you have some space. Mm-hmm. Like you this, perfect. Some, like that, perfect. Get some tequila. Shh. Shh. You know, count to two or three or whatever is your flavor. 
splash of orange juice and some grenadine. It says after three, you're fucked up. <laughs> that kind of person. That's <laughs> the one who's telling you. <laughs> Yo, why? Uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm just, you know, we're getting old or whatever, but I look at things now like, why can you just like it how it is? Like, how nice is just having a cold Corona, you know? And ironically, know. I've, I've gotten to enjoy Corona beer a lot more during the coronavirus. So it did the opposite <laughs> effect for me. Yeah, they're, right. they're just really good. But why is it? <laughs> All right, dude, you're going to add a microdose of acid? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put some Jaeger. <laughs> and we're going to light it on fire. <laughs> Alpa Kappa Deepa. You know, like some fraternity you know it's just like why is it that they have to and then i'm gonna pour in my asshole come on james do it do it dude i don't know i'm, I'm a fan no. of doctoring it up i'm a fa- i'm a fan of doctoring stuff up to be honest with you what's that like of, of, of uh when you when you doctor something up you you make it you just in version 2.0 you know all right I mean? so you're juicing it yeah you're juicing it up exactly i mean i won't you know i'll be honest with you in my days, you know, when, when, uh, you know, when back in the high school days, the the glory days, you know, when when things were just a lot simpler, you know, I do remember having those, you know, remember those parties we used to have, drinking and shit, and uh, or even before I met you, I was having like drinking parties, and I remember that I used to like, you know, be at home. And I'm making drinks and just to like impress girls. I'm like, hey, do you want to try? My shot is called Sex on the Beach. They're like, oh my God. And I would like <laughs> just put like just make some shit and just like here. And obviously I, you know, I was just, but you know, they liked it. But as I've grown, I just like things to be, you know, I don't want to have any sneaky shit. Like just give me a Corona. I know how to handle this. I know how to measure it. Oh yeah, you're if I get it. to if I get to a point where I'm like, mm, yeah, this is the last Corona I'm having for a bit, and I'm gonna eat something. But when you start doing those crazy combinations, you don't get to decide, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm gonna stop here. No, you realize you when you too. take a shot and you're like, oh fuck, the last four shots were a mistake, <laughs> dude. No, I'm uh, I'm past that time now. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I went out to a party in Wynwood, and I honestly didn't feel like I drank more than three drinks. But I had other people pouring the drink, and I don't know how much alcohol was in it because there was so much juice and other things. Right? It just tasted delicious. I was like, absolutely, another, another one, another, another one, one. <laughs> and so. <clears throat> Where Drake um, vocals at? So what happened with um, <laughs> <laughs> um? So what's like it was like a like a daiquiri type shit. No, it's just a tequila like uh, OJ, um, or like it was tequila and white. Dude, it was this shit. It was this shit, bro. Yeah, that shit's gonna kill shit. a bunch of kids. And what happened that day? Like, did it hit you well? Did you have a good time? What was the outcome? Dude, you should you should ask Cisco. I don't know what happened. Oh, this was with Cisco. No, I was with somebody else, and I and apparently I ran into Cisco downtown. But this was recently. This was his. Uh, 
It was somebody's birthday. It wasn't well, Cisco's birthday. Cisco's birthday was, was recently. No, it was Cisco's. It was Cisco's birthday. It was Cisco's birthday, like January, February. This is pre-pandemic. This is all yeah. pre-pandemic. Oh, you you're certain? Oh, for some reason, I thought his birthday was recently. It was recently, but I'm trying to think where. So then, what the fuck, guys? What is he talking about? But I don't know. It was somebody's birthday, and you went downtown to Wynwood, and you were drinking with the buddies, and you find Cisco, or at least he says that the next day. No, yeah, it was actually Cisco's birthday was recently, but I was for her friend. That's right. No, no, no. Now I remember. It was Cisco's birthday. That's why he was there. I was there because of Stephanie's birthday, my girlfriend's best friend, and they just happened to be celebrating it around the t- same time. And the reason why you think Cisco's birthday was recently because Stephanie's birthday was recently as well. So this was exactly one year ago. This is wow. Oh, was I was like just about ago. to say, do they have two birthdays? Like, <laughs> they were born in parts? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, so this was actually about a year ago. Once their ayahuasca birthday, when they came to, <laughs> <laughs> to life. <laughs> when they were freed no. from the system. Yeah. Hey, and honestly, dude, we should talk. We should get Cisco on here because he, he I heard he did some, some crazy stuff lately. Wait, so like, should, what do you mean? <laughs> Like we'll party in the next episode. Oh shit! All right, we gotta have Cisco on. He's one of our he's one of our listeners, longtime friend, uh, super cool guy, and Definitely. yeah, we, we we've had definite uh, laughter and and crazy times with him in the past. Yeah. So all right, we'll definitely get him. But that day, yeah. you drank too much. Or well, you drank three drinks, but you were like on the tip, just fucking chilling. No, dude, I was on the tip after the first one. And then oh, second, so the third one was second, bad. The third one, I was like, okay, yeah. Third one is when I said, okay, I'm going to need to stop. Mm. And we were driving around in a bus. We were in a bus with no windows, uh, open roof. It's like one of those, I think uh, it was in Jay Balvin's music video or something. Yeah, that's, the, col- that's, the, col- that was the, the Colombian Chivas, I think they're called. That's the bus. I was on that bus. It's a it Colombian a, bus re- that is colorful and you they just take you places and you drink. It's a Colombian thing. They do it in Miami. Pretty cool. Yeah. No, it was fun, but it was raining that day. It was really a bad like oh, nobody what the fuck? Every, everybody looked like trash. We all looked fucked up. Nobody looked like that that nice, you know what I'm saying? Like the cologne was gone, everything was gone. It was terrible. But uh but then I, but it was it was fun. Like at the end of the day, I I don't care. But like these poor girls who did their hair, like they they started melting their face. I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> it was looking it, it, it was looking like you know like a, like like a like a like a birthday cake it, it, it just starts raining and everything yeah. is yeah yeah but hey i mean at the end of the day everybody was just having a good time so everybody like eventually just got over it and i was like yeah for sure let's just do it but then i remember walking it so we got off that bus i remember walking into a bar i think it was called uh Centro, El Centro, or something like that, and that's it. And I remember, and I remember seeing Cisco's face. Don't ask me anything after that. I don't know what happened. Fuck. I know that there was a lot of vomit. I threw, I threw up in the middle of the street. People were laughing at me. Yeah, those were one of my better times. <laughs> moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a Jager night. God damn, no, bro. <laughs> you know what's funny though, like. There's my, this my mother-in-law moment. saw saw my my whole nakedness. They threw me into the tub. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. I was staying I, with my mother-in-law at the time. I think that's part of the, you know, yeah. of, of, family. Of, of, it, it brings the family together. Yeah, it's bonding times, you know. 
responding times. I remember my 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 mom once picking me up, passed out in the entrance of a Wendy's in Miramar Parkway um, after the cops have got had gotten my friend <laughs> little days. <laughs> Because we almost got hit in the highway, drunk as fuck. And, uh, I mean, one thing, I re- it was just bonding time, you know. My dad, yeah. he really he really got a kick out of it. With every with every smack of the hand, there was just more love. More love. <laughs> more love. <laughs> I, rem- I remember that day, in my mom's face, I saw a woman that was questioning all her decisions in life, you know. And and it just made me, it made me the man I'm today. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah no but so, uh I, what i was gonna ask you is do you think salute to that yeah salute do you think there is salute for the moms and the pops that fucking take all the bullshit i mean it's that's real true. it's real man it wasn't easy for mm-hmm. mama and and that's Sorry, only what mom. mama knows so i didn't mean to hurt you <laughs> do you think in the process of getting fucked up in a night which i haven't done in a while I, and i like drinking i drink quite often i just don't overdo it like that but there's a point where you're like super nice but it's a very thin line right before that you're in the rice so it's you get to that point it's magical but then it only takes one half step out of that comfort zone and shit can spiral down real quick mm-hmm. and i find it that now i slow down I drink beers or wine and take it slow. And it just feels like I never get to the point where I'm like not knowing, you know, like I'm just always in control and I'm having fun. But it just seems like I'm more careful about getting to that line because I know once I'm around that area, it's very easy for me to, you know, Mm -hmm. go into the twilight zone. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why for me, like, I think... I mean, if I had to be honest, I, I think that I don't really hang out with big partiers ever. I'm not a big partier to begin with, right? So the times that I have gone past my 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 limit, it's because I just got too excited. I was trying to ha- be around people that I'm not around. I wanted to be the life of the party, you know, that sort of thing. Would you say that and you tried keeping it too real? Too real, too real. <laughs> too real when keeping it real goes wrong guys you know what yeah, it is man. yeah yeah it's happening so, and it ends up you know not having a good time or i mean yeah at, at least part of the night well yeah i mean i had I, I i for me it was a great time but i know that for nat you know she was the one who had to like leave her best friend's party early <laughs> oh you know, it, stuff, it was so. it was like that oh yeah no no i mean i was gonna end up on the floor of a club and every other place that we ended up going it's terrible <laughs> But, um, no, I mean, I had a good time. I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time. It, it, it opens up for a great story. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, then today, going back to what you were saying, you, you went to BJ's, which is like a Costco, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a wholesale. I didn't even mm-hmm. think that they were still, you know, going on. They're, do they, do they also, do they also have a little cafeteria? They do, but it's, it's, uh, not BJ's cafeteria. It's like Dunkin' Donuts, and it's like some other... They put other people in there, so it's not Waka, the same. Wackadoodle, that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. you know, they have Costco but, here in Madrid, and they have the you know the foods. The food court is the best. Yeah, man. Yeah. What is it? 
dollar fifty hot dog with a drink. Yeah, about that combo, one dollar fifty for a drink. That has been like that since nineteen eighty five, and mm-hmm. recently, like the CEO of Costco was like, "Hey, dog," to like to the investors and shit, like to the board. It's like we need to raise. Like this is too cheap. Like, and it is. I mean, it is cheap. Yeah. But but the people, I guess the owners or the board, the people that are even higher, they were like, "Hey, dog, don't even fuck with that." Like, yeah. you you leave that shit one fifty, <laughs> and and you the know, last leader. and dude, it's gonna sound weird because the guys like we could just put it to two dollars and nobody's gonna care. But there is this thing, there's this connection between the Costco cafeteria food. And you going to Costco to buy things. Like, when you go to Costco to buy things, you're not buying a few things. You're buying a whole cart of shit, and you're wasting, a, and you're gonna spend a bunch of money. So they're gonna bank yeah. on you. So why not give you this fucking trash food? Which is, I mean, it's really good, but I mean, it's it's trash. You know, fast food at such mm-hmm. a cheap price. Like, who cares? Like, and I think that that creates a bond. Like, I fucking appreciate them for that. You know, for the people. No, for sure. Yeah, I did. I think I read a similar article lately, and and that's just what it is. It's just, uh, it's just their 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 draw, you know. I mean, when you you go there to eat, you can get yourself a big ass pizza. You know, you you see the the dollar fifty hot dog with a drink. Mind you, the hot dog is for those who don't know, a freaking it's huge, huge, um, and. So, you know, you, you go in there for the hot dog, but then, you know, you could feed the whole family for like $17. Bro, the you know? pizza is 10 bucks. I just went there recently. I went there recently when I saw you last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have it here too. And it's, actually, it's, it's, it's equally the same. Uh, but over there, here it's like in euros. Yeah. So, like over there. Euros or yeah, no, it's... It's, it's it's a bit ex- more expensive here because you know they have to bring shit over here. But over there, man, it's mad cheap and ten bucks for that huge pizza and it's super good. It's super good. Yeah. I don't know what no, they do there, man, but hard. they got you know. I'm with Kirkland. Hashtag. I'm for Kirk Kirkland. <laughs> Is the Kirkland a guy? I mean, I'll vote for him for president. I don't give a fuck. I mean, if you're gonna put one fifty hot dog combos all around the country, I mean, this is the guy we need to support. You know. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about UBI. I'm talking hungry. about fucking universal <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> Income. UHI. Oh, oh, yeah. With a relish so, and all. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fire. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I digress. So you go into the into the BJ's and you mm-hmm. get the thing, right? And then you need to get, oh, they need to get a stand for it or the, the, the thing that goes in the wall, the wall mount. And then you get home and you realize, oh, shit, I, I got a day ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And not not even yeah, knowing so about the, the 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 shit that was gonna happen, right? Right? No, I mean, you, I I knew that it was gonna take thirty minutes. It took an hour and a half. You know, it was already at nighttime. I was not only just buying the TV, like you said, I bought a cart full of shit. Um, emptied the cart full of shit and brought the TV in. Took the TV, this TV behind me off. Put that TV back on. Oh shit, the shit fell down. Put it back on. Okay, cool. Then I'm messing with it and setting it up with the home, with the smart home, with the pictures, with the, like the, the, the picture quality. I end up going to bed like super late, like super late. And uh, wake up the next day and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, I got a job for you if you want to make a quick 150, you know, you know, $10 a delivery. Took me back to my pizza days. This is like that honeydew list, right? It just like starts creeping up on you. What about this? This happened this morning. This happened yesterday. So I bought the TV two days ago. Yesterday did the deliveries. 
today. Deliveries for what? We're here. So we have a friend who, which I appreciate. I would love to do it, but um, it just kind of came out of nowhere, right? So it was, uh, it was, they have a medical supply store and they, um, these insurance companies send these care packages to their people. Uh, I'm guessing the handicapped, you know, less not non-mobile type of people. And they they make a little box for gloves, for masks, for antibacterial, you know, all that stuff, right? So they tell me, hey, you know, we'll pay you ten bucks a delivery. I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, no problem. You know, they gave me like twenty deliveries yesterday. Yesterday I made two hundred two hundred bucks or something like that. Nice. And I was like, I was like, cool, yeah, for sure, let's go, you know. So so I did that, and um, you know. So, so I did that, yeah. That's that's one. But then that ended up finishing up. I came. What happened afterwards? I got home. We ended up. Uh, ended up. I know I had Jimmy John's. Oh, then I went to Home Depot. Mm. This is where the honey do list. This is where the honey do list comes in, right? So they're like, hey, look, you know, Ricky, which is her brother, uh, just moved, and her our nephew is like really into construction, so he wants us to build. He want he we we showed him hey like look what kind of bed do you want and he and uh, and uh, they they came to the conclusion of it being a digger bed now a digger bed is one of those bobcat looking things that like they come in and it's got the bucket in the front it scoops up it you know what I mean it scoops up all the dirt and then takes it somewhere and dumps it not the crane one but the the bucket one the so one you were gonna you were gonna make it. a digger bed yeah. This is not a bed that I only have the instructions. I do not have the wood, you see. So I have to go to Home Depot, buy this lumber, okay? Lumber! And fucking this lumber, yes, and fucking start chopping wood, miter sauce. I got a sander. I got a fucking rafter square. What are how, well, how are you cutting <laughs> this with like a... No, 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 I've got a saw, a circular saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna basically, um, I'm gonna basically borrow a, a miter saw, which is the one that like this, that where you lay the wood here, you set the angle, and you just come down and cut it. That one, that's a miter saw. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, you <laughs> haven't done it. You're in the process. No, so my, so I don't have a truck, and I was gonna send you these photos. Uh, maybe you can put them in on the in the video, mm-hmm. but they're hilarious because they uh, <laughs> just did not fit in my SUV, dude. It just did not fit in my SUV. Um, I strapped I strapped the wood to the a, a piece of plywood because I need one piece of plywood. Mm-hmm. I strapped that to the to the top of my car. I've got everything else long eight foot poles of all two by fours two by sixes two by eights four by fours i've got them all just sitting there mm-hmm. <laughs> in in my console right now you know oh and, fuck uh, i'm seeing it now i'll show you guys well you probably already saw it because i edited it it's uh magic of post-production um damn bro but this is like straight up bob the builder you're about to build like a fucking tree house in this bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Luckily, his house already comes to the treehouse, so I'm fucking with that. <laughs> For real? Yeah. No, oh, they, they got a nice little spot. Nice okay. Spot. It's one of those, like, playground things. So, so you're going to do this uh, little uh, digger bed? 
Yeah, so I'm going to build a digger bed. I've got the plans. She bought the plans on Etsy. So they're like, cut this board here, cut this board here, and cut this board here. Cut this angle here, cut this angle here. Now, and now once everything is cut, it's like building an Ikea set. You know, like grab C4, put C4 with B2, and boom, you know what I mean? And then once everything's built, Nat's going to be painting it. And then, mm. you know what I mean? We'll put some lights okay. on it and then call it a day. But that's going to be a nice two-day project, too. All of, Mind you, all of which are on my days <laughs> off. Okay. So, so that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, uh, I mean, for instance, today you were mentioning that you're off, right? And I don't know. I mean, everybody's, I, I, I guess I want to know what is everybody's feeling? Am I the only one here that, that gets asked to do stuff or, or how is everybody's no. pandemic? Like everybody's stuck at home. Like, okay, now, now what do you, you want me to do? Or you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's not a secret that. You know, there's more tension when you have to live with your, with the personal, and you're there in home all the time. Especially if you're working from home, because you're both here. So, it sort of creates this thing where like you're never alone. You're never. You don't have a moment to to yourself. There's always like, um, so yeah. On the same token, I would imagine there's people that live on their own, like with no one, uh, and they might be feeling lonely so you know mm -hmm. you would you would want to be sort of in the middle where like <laughs> you know it's balanced but it's either you're lonely as fuck or you know or you're gonna be fucking hunting to-do list 24 7 all the time there's always something to be fixed and and improved and shit so yeah it's mm -hmm. crazy i think the days off uh, how do you think of it do you think when you're off I mean, obviously, uh, steering a bit from what we're speaking about, about, you know, partners and stuff. But when you're on your day off, do you feel like you want to do things productive to your own plans in life? Or do you look at it like, no, this is strictly to, like, rest and chill and do whatever the fuck I want, even if it, you know, feels like wasting time? Well, for me, um, day one is usually, like, leave me the hell alone, right? Day one. Day two, I needed to start doing stuff, you know, because I just feel like I know that if I get day two and day three done of what I want to get done, then I'll just have an easier life or an easier whatever. Right. Like the TV thing, like, you know, I, I definitely, you know, at some point you got to do that. But once it's done, it's done, you know. So, yeah, but yeah, usually I like to take day one. I usually like to take day one for myself. I, I, I don't know. That's how I feel. I don't know. What about you? And just chill. Um, well, the day where I think I do the most um, just bullshitting is the night of the last like the last day of the week, for example, you know, like for some people, it's Friday, whatever that is for you. If you're still working for the man. You got a nine of five. So when I have two days in front of me, the day that I'm done working that night is the one that I like the most because I know that I can even like stay up late and the next morning I can just chill, wake up when I want. And then that, after that day is when I start thinking like, all right, I got to work on some music production, some video production, you know. And I always put like, little gaming times in between like i do a few hours of it then i play for an hour come back 
but the the time where I like just fuck around is like the night mm-hmm. that I'm done working. Like that night, I just go online and I start playing video games. I started playing this new video game. It's not new, but it's like going, it's blowing up now. It's called Among Us. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've 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 uh, I'm in a Discord chat with some people and I see that people are playing that. So that's cool. What is it? I don't know what that. Well, is. I downloaded it yesterday. Uh, it's, it's pretty cheap. It's like four bucks. It's a PC game, and mm-hmm. and I and I played with some friends, uh, and it was pretty cool. It's fun. It's kind of like a you know what I felt like because you you kind of want to play with other friends. It's not cool if you're playing like online with random people. You want to play with like okay. your friends. And then what happens is you're like in this spaceship. The graphics are very like 1997. And you're like in this yeah. spaceship and everybody controls her little avatar. And when, it, when you start, the whole group has one imposter. One pretty much a, a fucking a, a bad person, right? That's going to try to fuck it all up. So everyone else is trying to like do tasks to like make shit work. And this guy's just fucking around, killing people. Oh, and really? then and then you have so, meetings. So, mm-hmm. Well, no, no. I'm just. I, I want to understand. Is this imposter one of your friends that they cannot tell you? Yeah, if yeah, yeah. They are the imposter. Oh, nice. That's cool. All right, go. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny. So then, for example, whenever like somebody finds a body, they're like, you report the body, right? And then you go into like a meeting, and then everyone starts talking like. All right, so who who you think killed that? Well, I saw this motherfucker over there, but he was there. Oh, I saw him there, but, you know, it's like, no, I think it's this guy because this guy. But all obviously, the killer, the imposter, he's also, like, talking the shit, right? He's just like, like mm-hmm. hey, dude, I saw. Or, like, sometimes you might be the killer, but you report the body, right? And you're like, hey, I oh, saw this really? body there. I saw this body there. I, I, I think it was that guy. Dude, and but I'm you're, a, you're pointing the finger at the people you're in the meeting with, basically. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like, like fun. the person that got killed, they know who killed them, but they need to stay shut. So when you got killed, and they go into the meeting, <laughs> you would think like, oh, there's nothing for me here to do here because they're gonna. But it's actually fun to be the expectator because you know who the killer is, right? <laughs> And the yeah. guy's like, no, bro, I swear, I swear. Like, I have this British friend that plays with us. He's super cool. And he's like, no, I swear, mate, I wasn't there. I saw him coming to the vet. He was doing all this. I wasn't there. It wasn't me. And, I, and I'm just like, wow, this fucking actor, piece of shit, motherfucker. Just, <laughs> uh, and it's just like at the end of the day, you realize the game really is putting people in these dynamics where you have to sort of deceive. And it becomes so much fun in that sense. So it's not the actual game that's like super incredible but the social dynamics that come out of playing that uh i think i'm gonna play tonight well i don't know if my if my internet is back hopefully right now i'm using my phone internet because i don't know what the fuck happened to my internet and they say some technician was gonna call me but this guy i think he's taking a siesta or something yeah he's on the siesta right about now (laughs) oh yeah it's 139 (laughs) well i don't know it's over there it's like 739 739 but um but yeah so that's what i like to do on my days off but i do have that pressure of of you know getting shit done do you find that um that in your time with your with your uh significant other if she expects 
like when is your time with your with your significant other is it on your time off do you have synchronized times off or do you guys spend time with each other in the morning no it's just it's very improvised not really unless we plan for a day that we're gonna go out eat somewhere or something like that Mm -hmm. we don't really we don't have it like okay saturdays are for us you know it's just improvised she has a different work schedule than mine so we don't really have days off together mm, mm -hmm. a lot of times so it's really just i mean in, in the pandemic era, days it's it's not that difficult because you're always together at home so yeah so you don't really yeah, yeah. even have that issue um but um yeah no i don't have uh i don't have a specific time we just improvise as we go along i would assume maybe germans they're more structure in the in that sense you know <laughs> they might be like you know wednesdays for us no that sounded more like that's russians yeah that's like russian yeah no nah, i don't know but uh but i get what you're saying <laughs> you know what i know I, I, have, I, I have a friend that's dutch he's from the netherlands and he moved to to spain and he says that over there if you want to chill with someone it's not like you can just call them on the day and be like hey what are you doing let's chill like you have to like check with them what's their schedule in the next few months and like and like put oh, in really? put in like a two hour bracket in a day and like does the government supply the calendar in which yeah it's all it's all like <laughs> organize themselves it's crazy so he likes the whole thing in spain especially he has a lot of latin you know friends like me that he could just like call up you know like what are you doing i'm around your house like all right let's go to a bar like and you know that's how we are Interesting. Why? I mean, why do you think that is? It, did he explain? Did he go into detail as to why the Netherlands are so structured like that? Is that a cultural thing, or is that like they're mm. working them to the bone until that, I don't know, that man. time slot with your buddy? They just organize. You know, it's it's funny. Like when you take a, when you think about different cultures, it seems like it's always like a balance balancing act. Where like Latinos don't have that structure, you know, but then we're more like lively, mm -hmm. more fun, you know, more party, yeah. more let's do this. And then over there, they don't have that. But then because they're organized and structured, I would assume, I mean, the, the statistics in general show that they just accomplish more things and economically, yeah. they're, they, you know. So, I mean, I, I think you the way that I look at it is I always want to look at cultures that do things right and grab that mm -hmm. that I think is good and sort of apply mm -hmm. it, you know. Like the Latin culture has a lot of positive things to it you know you have this uh resilient right to always keep striving you have this culture of always moving to a new place where you have to sort of start from the bottom and you can't whine you you know so you have to keep pushing but then you also have in the latin community or the latin culture this very non-privacy uh attitude <laughs> yeah. towards things where like <laughs> You know, like you're in a party with Latin people and you go right away like, oh, what's up? What are you doing? What's your name? And like in Europe, you, you realize, uh, I mean, Spain is pretty nice in that sense. But as you start going, you know, northern in the European countries, it's not as friendly in that sense. And I'm not saying they're not friendly. I, I, I do know that you can be friendly with, and it just takes more time to... To, to do so right like they don't want to divulge their who like everything about themselves to you yeah uh, you know and like i know that mm -hmm. one of the most taboo questions i get when i'm somewhere is like hey how's it going and like i like i just want to ask like hey so so in order to get to know you like i'm not a sports guy so i don't usually throw sports so i'm like hey so like what do you do 
And I know that some people always feel some type of way about that, you know. In that moment, they have to make themselves feel like, they, like they're important, you know what I mean, or, or not. But, like, really, it's just the, the icebreaker. Like, I don't even, I don't yeah. really have a, a go-to question. It, it, it is know? weird because I've had many situations where, like, I don't really have an ego about the things that I'm doing in life in, in the sense of, like, what I do to make money and shit. Like, whatever it is, man, like, you know, you're trucking and going through life, like, but I do understand there's this social pressure. So I've been in a situation where I'm like, hey, what's up? What, you know, what you do, you know? And this is coming from somebody that, like, I'm not, like, a fucking... I'm not anyone, right, you know? Right. I'm just, like, you know... <laughs> I'm at the Taco yeah. Bell, you know, fucking flipping them gorditas, you know? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, so I'm asking. Yeah. And you see them, like, thinking, like, mm, And I'm like, what do you have to think about, like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. well... And it's always some shit, like, well... Uh, I'm an engineer and or I'm a social studies uh, graduate I have a PhD in that but at the moment I'm just taking a break from that just because like the business is not right at the moment and, uh, <laughs> and, and and you know they go through this whole thing and you're like oh okay so so what I mean right now I'm just doing like a like a, I'm just covering some shift at the Red Lobster but you know I have this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's fine, and that's fine. It's totally fine. fine. Fuck, I, the I, red lobster will be a fucking <laughs> level up for me. You know what I mean? I'm at the macaroni and grill with this fucking <laughs> riff raff, talking about the fucking breadsticks, and I'm like, that's at the Olive Garden, motherfucker. Or we maybe, got the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> we got the cheddar biscuits, and they're not unlimited because this shit costs money. <laughs> so yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting, oh, it's, it's a difficult, delicate question. You know, people. <laughs> People get their egos up, up, you know, all up in a bunch, you know. Like when they ask me, like, "What do yeah. you do, man?" I fucking, I talk to angry motherfuckers on the phone from foreign lands, you know. Like, however, if you do <laughs> want to make it a bit more press, you know, presidential and presentable, if you're a janitor, for example, uh, you could be a sanitation, a sa- sanitation engineer. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, I mean, I, th- I would if I was anybody in that position and I felt like I needed to create this or maybe just have some fun. I would probably have a go to ridiculous uh, way of describing what I do. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's the best way to go about it. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, just I think that that's correct. I, if I was like that janitor, or sanitation engineer, if I was uh, a window washer, I'd be like, I'm a. Uh, a clarity specialist. Clarity specialist. You know. A vision analyst. things for people. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you got to. You know, you got to. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, for example, um, if you're a cook, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but I mean, you could also say you're a chef, right? Well, 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 that would be the way to. to right. Uh, but you could say, like, you know, I'm. I'm a, 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 um, <laughs> I'm a Michigan star chef. Oh, a, a Michelin? No, no, no. Uh, Michigan. I'm from Michigan, and I. <laughs> and there's a restaurant there called Star in this little town. Star. So Michigan. <laughs> so you always you, you gotta find ways, and at the end of the day, you do that first impression. I mean, I think we're sort of bringing it down, but at the end of the day, it is your first impression. It is important, you know. So I, I understand why people do it, but it's like. What we're trying to say is that if, you, if you're meeting me and Steven, 
we don't give a fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or just make it interesting. Tell me you're a clarity, a clear, uh, a, a vision, know? a vision analyst. And you then know? I and I, I, I remember I you. I'm like, yo, this guy's so funny. You know, he's doing this for now, but he, you know, he has this the way that he talks. I mean, this guy's gonna go places. I mean, that's what you right. wanna, you know. Like, oh my god, that's fucking funny. Yeah. You say that so that people like you bring yourself down so people don't bring you down and like the psychology do the I get it, you know, I get it. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's how you yeah. gotta do it. You gotta fucking be ahead of the game. You know what it is? It's like Eminem on that movie, Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Before they were coming at him like, Oh, you fucking white boy, we beat you up, all this shit. He he comes mm-hmm. out with it like you know, I am a white boy and this shit. Like, you did beat me on with a bunch of motherfuckers. You, and the guy's like, oh, shit, yeah. I, don't, I don't got anything else to say. So I guess that's self-deprecating. It is at yeah, times you, useful. You, you get ahead of it. You just get ahead of it, right? I now, mean, you, don't you, you think don't. there is a line where the self-deprecating stops being humble and uh, peculiar and starts mm-hmm. being dickish, bitchish, like... Like, let me give you an example. You know these people, this happens with girls, right? They would uh, mm-hmm. they would be with, like, this girl, right, that's super skinny, or at least very skinny, and then she'd be like, oh, my God, it's, I'm, so, I'm so fat, you know? And it's like, but they're doing it to sort of get people to tell her, like, oh, no, not at all. You fucking, you're not fat at all. And it's like, bitch, you know, like, shut the fuck up, you know, the attention seekers. You, you yeah. Know, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Those examples. I mean, it applies to many things, but like people that try to like put themselves so down that it's like, oh no, it's evident that that you don't that you just you're not being humble. You're just trying to do the opposite. Like you're trying to like pump yourself up by like being, you know, this virtual signaling. I don't know something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think the psychology behind it is is some people <clears throat> um, they just lack. Uh, the self-confidence, I guess. And, and so they'll utilize tactics to try and get them to feel good about it. And, and you know what? I mean, I do feel like maybe if that's a constant, that might be a little like, okay, like we've been down this road before. Like you're not fat. I've told you this four times already. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, if you, if, if, if it's something that, will make you feel better after one or two times at least in the conversation you know and you'll never meet this person again you know i sure you know whatever you know i I don't i don't really talk i don't really think negatively i don't think that it's a bad thing to to um what's the word i'm looking self-deprecator no to to use tactics that are going to make you feel better right but just use them sparingly. This is what I would say. Just use them spare, sparingly. You know, don't yeah. don't go around just being that that sorry that that mm, let me feel sorry for you person type of right. Thing. You know, because then because then you're just that I'm gonna, you know what I mean. Like if you're supposed to be hanging out around the uh, around people that are better than you, then my my recommendation to you would be, you know, find somebody that is going to bump you up to, to 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 make you a better person right but that doesn't mean that you're allowed to bring to to, to waste that person's time either you get me mm-hmm. like to a certain degree it's okay because you're friends but at the end of the day you're always supposed to be pushing others and then pushing you is, i mean if not then then 
then you'll never have something for your life that you want you know i don't know so, if i explained it no i think that but. i think that's really good and not to push you further but to sort of give conclusion to the episode you know within all those lines that we've touched and going on the same line that you were talking about what would you think would be your advice to to you know to the people that listen to us young or not that young uh, about how to approach those types of situations in life and uh, based on your experience and what you think might work for them yeah um hmm. well um we put him on the spot people let's see He's going to do it. I tell you, I'd always trust him. He always comes through with the fire advice. And I want to get it on camera. <laughs> and we'll be back. <laughs> edit this out, <laughs> please. Oh, no, we yeah, will not edit um, it out. The Brusky Doodles will see what's going on. But uh, I'll, I'll, while you get um, your speech going, I'll, I'll tell people what I think. I think that it's important for you to have a compass of what people are gonna feel when you talk to them. And, you know, obviously in, the, in, in this, in this uh, podcast, we always talk about different things that we feel maybe some people might feel offend, offended about. That's not our intent. And I'm not talking about that type of offend, offensive uh, material because that's shit that we cannot control. But when you're in a personal environment with people, right, that you, in a way, care about, you do want to be aware of what are things that might make them feel bad and be careful with it if it's just to make you feel good. You know, I don't think you want to put light on you by shutting the life, the light of others. Definitely not the life of others. <laughs> so yeah. what would you say, Steve? My, my opinion is, you know, be sure about yourself, like work on yourself. And when you're not working on yourself, be around people and 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 pick up things from them if you love yourself you know and you and you know what you want and what you're going for then people are going to feel that energy and you know as long as you're not there to don't and don't think about trying to get something out of somebody this isn't about like oh i'm gonna be your friend because like i know you can teach me all this stuff like no, like say I look up, you know, recognize that you may look up to somebody and say, okay, this is a person who I respect and I want to, and I want to be around more because their energy will make me a better person, but not because you want them to help you. You just know inherently by being around somebody like that will be um the uh you'll improve you'll improve you'll improve yeah yeah, you'll improve yourself yeah you want to surround yourself with 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 good people right not just people that make you feel good but people that make you better just by being with them just by learning from you know i think that people in life sometimes feel intimidated by being friends or being around people that they feel might be better than them at certain things but that fear is something that's if you follow that fear it's counterproductive for yourself you know yeah to be realistic whenever you feel that you're at the top of the group that you're in you might want to move up to the next group where where you're at the bottom so that you can keep growing that's an uncomfortable uh transition but but hopefully uh this explanation might allow some of you 
viewers to understand your own feelings a bit better. And, and yeah, if you have any questions or comments about the things that we've said or even criticism, write it on the comments below. Uh, Steve, thanks a lot for joining us and, and giving us a little bit of your personal life for our entertainment. And, yeah, and I hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed it all. Just keep building yourself and the, and the honeydew list because that shit will come. And if you need tools, you can go to Home Depot and, and get the lumber. Get the lumber. Got it. Thank you, guys. Peace.